Hey guys, Shane with Now That I'm Older. Check out Rogue Intel Prime with Duff and Chris. Anything goes in this podcast of infinite possibilities. The gang are sure to entertain with their take on the latest news, commentary, and review of, well, whatever the hell they feel like. Check out Rogue Intel Prime on RogueIntel.com. And all that tension just building up for 35 years of wanting and wanting and wanting. Woo! It's the powerful Nerdcast. Hello, my friends. I am Corey, and joined with me, as always, is Christian. Hello, Internet world. How's it going? (laughs) We're going to do something uh, a little different today. Obviously, we got no video today. This is just all audio, but you just came here for our voices, and that's okay. We have a lot of cool things to talk about. We have a brand new character who's just announced for Super Smash Brothers. The Internet is still sort of, like, freaking out over it. We have this brand new Warcraft trailer, which has been very contentious amongst fans. Christian, you're an old-school Warcraft fan, so I really cannot wait to hear your perspective on it i am not really all that like familiar Grew up with on the rts exactly i never really played those games that much i was pretty much just a console guy and uh we have a few other little things that we want to talk about but let's go ahead and talk about this warcraft trailer okay yeah okay so warcraft is finally coming out let me just say this i can't believe people are complaining and i'm saying that not because i'm right and they're wrong mm-hmm. but every time someone played a blizzard game they were like whoa man the cutscenes are amazing they're just so good. Why doesn't Blizzard make a movie? And then the first thing the internet does is shit on this movie, and it makes me mad. Does it look a little goofy at times? I get it. What's your biggest complaint, Corey? My uh, my biggest complaint is the CG. No, no, well, no, 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 no. I thought you were talking about the baby. Sorry, I meant to lead well, you to the baby. Well, definitely the, the biggest thing in the trailer. There's this shot of this orc village, and there's this small orc baby that just looks so freaking bad it looks like the freaking gritch gremlin from like angry video game nerd like it just it looks bad like we could have done that effect better i feel like i, I don't know i don't just... think we could but anyway that's the few things on the internet that i don't <laughs> yeah, think but, we but let's do let's just uh talk about the trailer in general so this is warcraft so this isn't necessarily based on the world of warcraft but the original warcraft game right it's it's based on the original warcraft storyline to my knowledge i may not be 100 percent right mm-hmm. and First of all, does it look good? Yes. Why? Because Blizzard is making it. And I mean, Blizzard it looks like make- a good cartoon. <laughs> Here's the thing. It looks like a great Shrek sequel. No, it doesn't, Corey. Shrek is cartoonish. This is not cartoonish. This is dark and brooding. I and- wouldn't say so. The only reason I say that, really, is because the orcs, while they do look cool, and they look like they're ripped directly from like the big opening cutscenes of the Warcraft and World of Warcraft games, do not mesh well with the realistic humans, which in the games are also stylized. So you're having these two different art styles come together, and they just they completely clash, in my opinion. Well, okay. Do I think the humans look super real compared to the... They are real. Well, yeah. Are they really there? Or is it just like they just did the dots on the faces and then built them into the world? They probably did that. You know, the whole Jar Jar treatment. Or the Beowulf, if you will. Beowulf. Beowulf was completely animated, though, even the humans. Like, this is like... These are actors wearing armor 
fighting against things they don't even see. Maybe I'm a little out of school on this topic because I thought that they just did the dots, the Andy Circus. Is that the, uh, who's that actor? Gollum. Gollum. I yes. thought they did the dots on them, but they just made them. They didn't dotify did... them. No. So are the orc actors maybe are the dot guys? Maybe the orcs are, but the humans are straight up just regular people in costume. They're Simple. just normal people on a green screen. Yeah, and that's why I feel it looks weird seeing them next to these incredibly stylized orcs. Which, oh, those like are, I said, yeah, those are real people. Uh, I thought they were just really hyper-real CGI. No, if, if, they, if they were, that'd be the best fucking CGI we've seen in years. Uh, but the orcs themselves, I just I think they clash a little too much with it. Now, I still think it's going to be a fun movie. It just I think the effects are a little cheesy. Um, I don't think that's actually going to make the movie bad, but it's just when you see these giant Hulk-like creatures... Standing next to regular humans, it just, I don't know. Man, and it's, it's weird just... that I say that because we accept it in stuff like the Avengers. Yes. You know, the Hulk looks basically just like these orcs, except without the armor and all the tusk teeth and random fucking piercings all over their body. But, like, why am I able to accept it in the Avengers and not here? What is it? Is it because I'm just not a big fan of Warcraft? And also there's this girl with, like, tusk teeth that's like looks like she may be a hybrid. Yeah, she's, like, uh, half human, half orc. Yeah. We have uh, the Orc Jesus, which orc is that little Jesus. baby orc. Yeah, he gets set uh, into the pond, and then they send him down the river, yeah. you know, to the Orc Moses, yeah. if you will. Which, to be perfectly honest with you, that really is the only shot that I don't like, is that orc baby, because... That looks cool. He's riding, like, an eagle uh, or a Gryffindor or whatever you call those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are those? Just what, a Griffin, I guess? Griffin, yeah, Gryffindor. <laughs> Gryffindor! That's, that's, that's a house in Harry Potter. Sorry. One of the houses. <laughs> There's too much nerd in the world now. I yeah, can't there keep is. up with it all. But I think, also, I think the main dude looks like Tom Hardy with a beard from that new movie coming out called Revenant. Or mm -hmm. Revenant? The, new, the, the Leonardo DiCaprio film? If you haven't seen that trailer, holy shit. That Check movie, that out. That, that movie looks freaky deaky good mm -hmm. slash intense. I don't even know if I'm going to like it, but it looks like it's going to be a fun ride. Mm -hmm. Uh also, people are saying if Leonardo DiCaprio ever deserves an Oscar, this is probably the one that's going to do it. It's know? about damn time. It's I still not, can't believe he hasn't won one yet. He won. He he's done Blow off Hot Chicks. You know, he's done it all. He <laughs> <laughs> if that's not worthy of a yeah. friggin' award, I don't know what is. He, he's done it all. I'm honestly shocked he didn't get anything for Wolf of Wall Street. That whole movie and was like a Matthew fun McConaughey. ride. It is, and Matthew. I mean, it is a little excessive. I've met some people who are like, I liked the movie, but it was too much. Like, it's weird to know. Couldn't that watch my... it with like my grandparents. Imagine Hell watching no. that movie with dude. Your my mom and dad went to see that in theaters. Oh, and, that's like, why I thought of that. Yeah, I remember and they, and they that. called yeah. me, and, and my dad's like, "What'd you guys do over the weekends?" Like, yeah, me and your mom went out and we saw Wolf of Wall Street, and I was like, "Oh, how'd you like it?" Well. If you wanted to watch Leonardo DiCaprio do coke on a chick's ass for two hours, it was all right, but I didn't really care for it, and your mom thought it was a little excessive, and that's pretty much that. My grandparents uh, are on... <laughs> my grandmother used to be on the board that would rate movies. She she in Chile. Mm -hmm. She's from my grandmother's from Chile, and she used to be way back in the day on the board that used to rate movies mm -hmm. for Chilean audiences. So she saw everything. Yeah, she saw it all, and then my my uncle was like, you guys have got to see Wolf of Wall Street. I was like, why are you pushing that in my grandparents' faces? They don't need to see that. Now, in all fairness, they are adults. They are adults. They can take, they can take that subject matter. And, uh, you know, obviously but they're from the, a different time. It's true. You know, I mean, no doubt it's definitely a really excessive film. Um, but, I mean, let, let's get back on track here. Let's get back to uh, Warcraft. Um, so, okay, the first – back in the day, I used to play RTSs mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. Just – and I didn't even like to play online. I'll be honest. I'm like a weird RTSer. I just like to play the computer nonstop, mm -hmm. and I like to win. And every time I play people, they'd kick my ass. 
because uh, I'm not strategic in my RTSs. Mm-hmm. I just like to build up a big army and then wipe them out slowly. You know, like that was like my thing. Mm-hmm. And I used to play War- World of Warcraft all the time, and I thought it was the shit. And the cutscenes were always amazing. And it just takes me back to the point that like people loved the cutscenes, and now I hate the people are shitting on a movie because Blizzard finally got the funding together to do this. Mm-hmm. And it must cost a fortune to make this damn movie. Oh, no doubt. They've been working on it for years. This is... The fact that this, it took this long just to get like an uh, official trailer released to the public, one that was not leaked, is a uh, is really big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think the movie's a little too late? In some ways, yeah, because it is very reminiscent of Lord of the Rings. But then again, uh, I'd say the entire like Warcraft World of Warcraft owes a lot of its like design choices just to Tolkien's works in the first place. It feels it, very it's much hard like to do that. a story with orcs and not relate it to Lord of the Rings because. Tolkien kind of invented that thing. And but also these orcs are different. Yeah. First of all, there's two faction of orcs in this. There's mm-hmm. the there's the uh savior orc guy that's trying to say, "Hey, let's work with humans and let's let's unite in the sense mm-hmm. that like we can go do our thing and he does they do their thing and we don't have to be at war." And then there's the orcs that are coming through I guess this portal, I feel really bad. I'm not really up on my uh, World of Warcraft mm-hmm. story, but they're coming through this portal and their world's dying and they're just going to take over everything they see. Yeah. You know, the the war. Basically, hungry. they're going to go to a new world and sort of terraform it for the uh, the orcs. The orc purpose. Mm-hmm. And this one orc's like, hey, man, we're always in battle. Why don't we just not do that? And <laughs> like just make friends with people and live in some sort of harmony. Orcs are not friends with people. That's something I get, but that's why I think this could work because mm-hmm. it's a new... It's a new aspect of orcs. Like they always have to show up and be mindless mm-hmm. idiots that just stab people. And w- you know. without a doubt, that is the most interesting aspect of this movie because you know the orcs in Lord of the Rings—they're basically just bad guys. They're fodder for people to they're kill. They're the Nazis. With a, yeah, and they, and they have uh, very little defined personalities outside of ah, we're evil. Ah. But these guys are going to be orcs that you finally start to care about and start to learn a little bit more about them as actual characters. There's that crappy orc baby. Oh my god, that thing looks awful. I'm sorry. Um, like I said, I don't know a lot about World of Warcraft or uh, Warcraft in general. Um, supposedly, though, this is like a uh, a prequel to one of the big stories in the game. Like, that orc baby is supposed to grow up to be like a really important orc in the series. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I I don't know the names of these characters. He is the one. Yeah. The <laughs> one. Uh, we don't need no fucking Chosen One stories anymore. I'm, I'm sick of Chosen One stories. And, and then I'm a Star Wars fan, so it's, it's... That, that's saying quite a bit. Yeah. The hero's journey. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So this looks interesting yeah, and also I mean, something that, that could be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm excited to see it play out. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it comes out. Oh, when's it come out? Uh, June 10th, 2016. June 10th. All right. Well, I mean, the good thing, the thing is, it's also going to be coming out during a period of huge superhero movies. Like, we're going to have uh, freaking Captain America Civil War. I'm which so is gonna be, pumped. I'm, oh, I cannot Where's wait a to, trailer for that? Uh, trailer? I'm surprised. Yeah, there hasn't been like anything released for that. Um, I'm sure we'll get something soon. I guarantee, actually, we'll see our first trailer uh, probably with the Super Bowl. That's probably where we'll see something. What about first. with Star Wars? That could be uh, cool. Well, that comes out in December. So, like, I, I mean, that's a month year. away, practically. Uh, we're not going to get anything like that. I mean, Super Bowl's not even until uh, February. Uh, so we're probably going to get that there. Um, we might get some anthology stuff from Star Wars. Um, but the point is, Warcraft has a, a lot of films that it's going to be going up against, but it also has uh, the advantage of being something really distinct. It's a big epic fantasy film that's going to be coming out people in the love summer. That. Uh, and people do love those. Uh, so I think it, I, I do think it's going to be exciting. I'm just not really 
too happy with the choices they made about how they're mixing the two styles together. Uh, that being said, I'm sure it's going to be fun as shit. Like, like you said, there's a dude riding on a freaking like Falcon or, or, or Gryffindor. Yeah, Gryffindor. We're just going to call it a Gryffindor from now on. Yeah. Um, and just that that's going to lead to a lot of really cool things. I hope that it's going to be a really intense film. Like, I don't think it's going to be an R-rated, but uh, I, I think it's going to be a pretty uh, hardcore PG-13 film. Yeah, it's going to be fun, and it's mm-hmm. uh, that's that's what I'm down with for. Yeah, uh, and who knows this this might make like a Warcraft fan out of me because I I played World of Warcraft at your house years ago for maybe an hour and I gave up just because I got bored and, and like that's way too early to give up in a game like that because there's just so much to do. But I just uh, man, I just don't like clicking on shit and managing all the bullshit and all the stories. I think the race I was playing as was like these half people, half bison. Oh yeah, you like were playing like as the uh, almost like ha- a minotaur type creature. Yeah, yeah, I forget their name, but yes. Yeah, and I don't even. I was just like, they just they look cool to me. I don't know. And Let's there's try it so out. many fans of World of Warcraft at oh, this point. There's, there are people who still play it. There's still expansions for the game. There are still expansions for that game, and it came out our senior year of high school. Yeah, like that was. I remember people like. Everybody, like, in my classes, especially in my art class, were completely obsessed with World of Warcraft. I lost, like, four months to that game, and then I never... I stopped playing because I realized how addictive it was. <laughs> Freaking losers. I was playing Resident Evil 4, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Much different game. Mm-hmm. Much different game. So, yeah, I recommend you guys check out Warcraft official mm-hmm. trailer yeah. online. It's, uh, you know, looks good. Uh, you can go deep into this. I'm sure there's clues to the world all over this. Just like that Nintendo Direct we were watching, and then we were watching IGN's breakdown of 13 fucking seconds of footage, and I could not believe that someone did that. For the new Zelda game. And for the new Zelda game. Zelda Wii U, which thankfully uh, it is going to be coming out on the Wii U system. Everybody had this theory that the game was going to get pushed back and eventually released on Nintendo's new system, which has the code name of NX. Um, I guarantee we're going to learn a little bit more about that. uh, (laughs) Maybe that's pretty good. Um, we're probably going to learn a little bit more about Nintendo's next big console, uh, come E3 time. Uh, and that's mostly because I'm pretty sure Nintendo's just about given up on, uh, the Wii U because we had a big Nintendo direct yesterday, which had some pretty decent announcements on it, but, uh, nothing too crazy. Like there was what a Nintendo direct is. Cause I didn't even know until I like watched you watch. Okay. One. Um, a Nintendo direct is basically this like little, like one hour stream that, uh, Nintendo does. They do a live stream. Uh, they do it from multiple different countries and basically it's just an excuse for them to sort of showcase all of their upcoming games and releases and updates, uh, for all of their hardware and software. And, uh, it, it's one of the things that Nintendo has been really well known for, for the last couple of years. This will be the first direct that we've had in months ever since the death of, uh, Satoru Iwata, who is the president of Nintendo. Um, a lot of people theorize that the reason we haven't gotten a Nintendo Direct in so long is be- simply because of the death of the uh, the president, because he was in just about every single one. Like, he was, like, the main host. So uh, he was definitely a big part of that. Um, and unfortunately, they didn't even mention him. Uh, they just sort of, like, kept the focus on the games, which I can understand why they did that. They didn't want to, uh, you know... Be a downer. Basically, yeah, they didn't want to bring all that other stuff into it. Um, but the, uh, the Nintendo Direct basically just showed us uh, a few new things, like a lot of DLC that's coming up for uh, games like Splatoon, and all that stuff is free, some Mario Maker stuff that's going to be updated. Um, but the main reason people watch Nintendo Directs in the first place is to hopefully see something new announced, or to see, like, a brand new Smash Brothers character announced. One was, but uh, some of the other things that they released, there was uh, going to be an HD version of The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, which I wasn't excited about at first because I technically already have it on Wii, but uh, it's the Waggle version. It's the game where you have to use motion controls, and motion controls were fun in 2007. 
they were a big deal. When I got my Wii for the first time, we played Wii Sports for like four hours straight. I remember Wii Bowling. Yeah. That shit was addictive. And I don't want to ever play that shit again. It got really old after a while, and uh, (laughs) Twilight Princess was a good Zelda game, but I hated the sword combat because... It worked, but I just wanted to press a freaking button, and you don't even have to be precise. You can just sit on your ass and move your wrist left to right, and you're still going to perform the same combos you do. And thankfully, the HD version that's going to be releasing on Wii U is going to be based on the GameCube version of the game, which means it's just going to have standard controls. So, for those who never had an opportunity to actually like play the original GameCube version or even the Wii version, this is the best one because you're going to be getting the highest quality image and you're also going to be able to use standard controls. And that's the reason why I am definitely going to pick it up again. That and of course it comes with a freaking Amiibo, which is awesome. Wolf Link and Midna. I think that's really cool. I'm kind of an Amiibo addict, but only the ones that I really like. And uh, that's one of the more unique ones that I've actually seen uh, thus far. So I think it's really awesome. Uh, other big announcement, of course, is a Star Fox Zero, uh, the game which has been delayed multiple times. It actually just got delayed yet again. It's not going to be coming out until April 22nd. Many cool new things. Like, they yeah. got uh, the tank, they mm-hmm. got uh, a few of the other things, but also, like, a... Uh, uh, Star Fox's uh, ship can now like become kind of like a mechanized thing. Yeah, that's the coolest thing. Um, they're really focusing on the vehicle combat, which is really what makes Star Fox in the first place. Yeah, don't get out of the ship, which, guys. Uh, that's don't. the best thing about this game, too. It's going back to the drawing board. They're staying in their ships the whole time. Uh, the R-Wing, which is the traditional like starfighter, transforms into this walker. Uh, then you also have the uh, the tank, which is known as the Landmaster, which can also transform into a flying vehicle for a very short amount of time if you want to be I remember that. It could like, boost up. Mm-hmm. And but float. now it has, like, these wings, which oh. actually, like, unfurl from its side, and you'll be able to stay in the air for, like, I think about a minute, and then you have to go back down. Okay. Uh, it does conserve your energy a little bit. Um, there's also another brand new vehicle, which is basically a little copter, like, drone. And Oh, yeah, the copter. Mm-hmm. The star And you're going to be able to control it like an actual drone, like, going back and forth, mm-hmm. left and right. And uh, you also have this little robot that you can drop off who's going to be able to perform certain missions or drop bombs. So that's an entirely new gameplay aspect. The drone is a new thing for sure. Yeah, brand new vehicle, never been seen before. I was uh, kind of hoping that we would get some more underwater combat, which is one of the rarest things from Star Fox. In Star Fox 64, one of my favorite levels. There was one level underwater. It was uh, the I want to say it's I don't know if it's Zonus. I don't think that was the name of the... Oh, Aquas. Aquas was the name of the level. And you had to uh, fight that big monster at the it end. It was a big clam, basically. Yeah. They called it a bioweapon. Basically, you're just destroying a giant underwater creature. But that stage was really unique because it still felt like Star Fox, even though you were underwater. Mm-hmm. And it was so dark underneath the water that you would have to fire missiles continuously so that you could light up everything. And uh, that was really, really cool. Um, yeah, you're actually looking at some gameplay of Star Fox Zero right now. Someone playing the uh, the Landmaster tank. Um, the another, tank and the sub were my favorite levels. Uh, I mean, I like them, but I'm still more traditionalist. I love the the space battles. Well, maybe, and, you know, I'm you know. spoiled because there's just a ton of those levels. Yeah. And uh, then there was also so one of my favorite levels, you know, was the, uh, uh, well, how would you say? It? It's like the one where you can fly in any direction where you have to face off against the other ships. Yeah, those are, uh, they're called all range mode. All and they range are, they mode. They are definitely returning in the game. Um, they showed that off months ago, actually, at E3. There's a... Uh, an all-range mode mission where you're going up against Team Star Fox and you're having, like, a big uh, dogfight battle. Uh, Wouldn't right you in mean front Team Wolf? Star- uh, no. T- what did I call them? Team Star Fox. I meant Team Star Wolf, yeah. It's team Star Wolf, uh, yeah. Team Star Wolf, and uh, you're going up against them, in particular against the one member of the group whose name is Pigma, and uh, you get to have, like, a big space battle with them, dogfights the and everything. the iguana guy? 
Uh, the, the there's uh there's there's Wolf O'Donnell who's the leader of the team. Uh-huh. There's Pigma Dengar who's the pig, of course. There's Andrew Oikeny who's the uh, the nephew of Andros, the main villains of the game. He's like Oikeny? some sort of weird monkey creature. Yeah, Oikeny, that's his actual but name. But that's not the pig's name. <laughs> yeah, and then there's uh then there's Leon Pawalski who is the chameleon. Mm. Yes. I just thought Pigma might be the chameleon because, you know, pigment, he can change his color of his skin. You know, mm. I tried to make some connection there, but I guess it didn't work. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's Star Wolf. Uh, they're definitely going to be returning in the game as well, which you're actually looking at, too, Christian, this video uh, that he's watching. Um, this is actually an older build of the game. Like, it's not even, like, 50% complete yet. Uh, this was just something they were sort of showing off. This is one of the new big boss battles that you're going to have. Uh, the other big gimmick of the game, too, is that you're going to be controlling the game in a number of different ways. Like, you can play traditionally by just looking at the TV and everything, but if you look at your Wii U gamepad, you'll actually have, like, a cockpit view, which mm-hmm. will give you much more accuracy when you're trying to hit, like, something or pinpoint, like, a, a, a weak point. Um, and you can actually, like, go back and forth between the two. You can turn that off if you don't want to use it. You can turn off the gyro controls. So uh, they're giving you a lot of options for how you can actually play the game, not just in the controls, but in uh, all the different, like, ship methods and stuff that are going to be in the game. And I'm beyond thrilled for the game. I especially love that in many ways they're really going back to the drawing board because this is kind of a remake of Star Fox 64. Um, so it does not continue the story. It does it not. It retells it. Basically, and, and this would technically make this the third remake of Star Fox, because the first one came out on Super Nintendo, which a lot of people, unfortunately, have never not played. played. Nope, um, never played I still it. have my copy on Super Nintendo with it, with its Super FX chip for uh, high-quality graphics. That's what they. That's how they like marketed it <laughs> back in the day. I remember seeing to the make commercials you buy some for extra that. shit. Do you oh, remember yeah. the Rumble Pack, though? That was cool. That, the, the Rumble Pack on 64. Matter, you know, it's funny. Star Fox seems to be this testbed for experimentation because Star Fox 64 was the very first game to use Rumble technology. In fact, the uh, now the it's first, so standard we would never expect it not to be. It's in built into the controllers now. But uh, the first 100,000 uh, copies of Star Fox 64 came bundled with the Rumble Pack. Mm-hmm. That was a huge freaking deal. And for that game, I remember that blew my mind. Like just the reaction from the controller and those old Rumble Packs. Like they were hardcore. Like, oh yeah, you they could, had... like you could really cause some damage with those if you like, depending on where you placed it while it was rumbling. Mm-hmm. Don't put them on a glass table no. at all. The controller <laughs> Learn from slide that off. experience. Let's yeah. just say that. Um, but yes, yeah, Star Fox is great. It is being pushed back, but at the same time, a game being pushed back can be a good thing because it means they're going to be able to polish the game up a lot more and just make it look better and hopefully just add more content to the game. Because if there was ever an, uh, a brand new Wii game that needed or Wii U game that needed like multiplayer, this is it right here. They could do something really, really cool for it. Um, my, I always wanted to do like a multiplayer mode for Star Fox where you could actually create your own animal character. Like, maybe have, like, a template, like, a fox, a bird, uh, a rabbit, a lizard, or something like that, and, like, modify them. Like, make them look a certain way, give them certain clothes and attributes, and give them their own, like, ships, which you can, like, create yourself. I think that would be really, really cool. Stay on the mic when you're talking, Corey. I am sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but that uh, that definitely sounds cool. Everyone's getting cra- uh, uh, character creation nowadays, like... Uh, it- you know, like even the new Fallout, people were making goofy people, mm-hmm. you know, with the character creator. I had a lot of fun with the character creator in the new Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like a real standard thing. One of the things I was really excited about after looking up this news is that they're coming out with a Wii U bundle yeah, for Black really, Friday. A really good one. Too. I remember talking to you months ago. I was like, can I buy the Wii U bundle with Super Smash Bros? And they were like, no, that doesn't exist yet. Mm-hmm. I was like, but it's the most popular game. Why isn't it bundled yet? You know, there's there's a bundle for Call of Duty every damn time this system comes out. There's a bundle for uh, 
uh, everything that's big, you know? And they just announced they're going to do a Wii U bundle with Super Smash Brothers and Splatoon for a Black Friday sale at Walmart for 250 bucks. That is such a freaking good deal. That almost makes me want to go buy that just so I can have Smash Bros. here in the studio. I mean, Splat- and, and I think they're, uh, I don't know if they're physical copies of the game. They might be preloaded in, but even if that's the case, I mean... Splatoon is a game that I still don't own and I really want to play. I just I don't have the time to invest in the multiplayer. It's a really big like community-based game and uh, they're always adding all types of free updates to it. But if you ever wanted to get a Wii U, get that bundle cuz that is such a fantastic deal. Smash Brothers alone is worth the price of admission because there's still so much you can do in that game. They're still releasing all types of brand new DLC content for it. Coming up in December, there's going to be a big Smash Brothers conference where they're going to show off a lot of new stuff and uh I'd say with everything they showed yesterday at the uh, Nintendo Direct, the biggest news was the announcement of a new Smash Brothers character, which I don't think anyone could have predicted or anyone saw coming. There were no leaks for it, and the internet is still grooving off of it. So, Final Fantasy, huge series, has a big relationship with Nintendo. The first couple of games were released. Uh, When they finally got to 7, that's when they made the transition to uh, PlayStation. And that's why it's so surprising that Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy 7 is finally going to be playable in Super Smash Bros. Wii U and 3DS. And he looks pretty freaking awesome. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, to be honest, this character is like a character that just won't die. Like, they just keep using him and his imagery is just like i don't know why he caught on something about an anime looking dude with a huge sword Mm. you know just resonates with the nerd world and uh this this character just you basically just described ike who already exists (laughs) in the game yeah or uh, they even made a mention when they showed off uh cloud's final smash in the uh the uh the trailer his omni slash they made him go up against ike when he did that and their final smash just so happened to be nearly identical it's like oh i hit you and then i fly up in the air and i hit you a lot and then you fly off the stage yeah you know Mm -hmm. slam you into the ground big explosion it literally is the same as ike's only difference is it's stylized a little differently and uh, i think his explosion is a little bigger oh they had to make it a little bigger yeah but, uh, yeah, the the thing is, I'm excited that they have this. And like you uh, said before we started recording, or maybe this was yesterday, they really broke all the rules. Now that they got Ryu and Cloud in this game, mm-hmm. no one's off limits. And that takes us to our conversation of who we would like in the Super Smash Brothers world. Mm. And I'll tell you my first one. Very much like Cloud. I want Guts. You, you want Guts from Berserk in to Smash be Bros. in... You know, it's funny because my next choice is, is similar in a way because... You know, I think that'd be cool um, just to have more, you know, or not even more, but just to have some anime characters in the game would be cool because everybody and their mom's been requesting Goku. But Guts, that's a really interesting decision. Um, It is a cool idea, but I mean, there are just so many swordsmen now, especially ones with giant swords, especially now that Cloud is in the game. But it would be really cool to see, like, Cloud fight against Guts, and that would be, like, the perfect opportunity to make that happen. Um, even more so to make him more unique, if it were the uh, the Black Swordsman version, he would actually have, like, his crossbow. Yeah. I think that would that be That would be a great cool. move. You yeah, know, that'd that would be his, his projectile. Um, you know, he'd obviously... Or I he think could charge he... it and use his cannon, mm-hmm. you know, or... Uh, oh, his cannon would be so cool, like a point-blank yeah. range kind of attack. Or he can like, shoot it down, you know, to, for um, down B or something. Obviously, I think his final smash would him be putting on the Berserker armor. Yeah. And that would basically... 
I would say just increase his speed and strength. Basically make it so that if, if you're near guts, you don't want to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, he's yeah, just yeah. Indis- or maybe like give him like super armor, mm-hmm. like, you know, literally that he's wearing armor. Like you can still attack him, but he's not going to flinch at all. Yeah. So he'll just literally go berserker on you, which I think yeah, exactly. that would be really cool. God, that's a really interesting choice. Uh, I didn't expect you to go into the anime realm that quick. Yep, yep. And uh, who, who do you pick? You said you had um, someone very close. Mine is kind of similar to that. Um, so I'm sticking with video game characters. Okay, um, that's fine. We already have Ryu, who is one of the most popular fighting game characters of all time. So I think it's only fitting that we get the other most famous fighting character mascot of all time. And I want fucking Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Oh, you want to go. That's such a 1080 one or right angle turn from, you know, a fun... But Guts is pretty dark, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the thing. Like, it, all Guts does is, like, kill people and, like, destroy demons with one slash of his no, sword. No, he just knocks people out. He's like mm-hmm. Batman. He doesn't kill anyone. But um, with Sc- <laughs> <laughs> but with, uh, with Scorpion, I honestly think he could translate pretty well because they've already done games where he's been in uh, non-immature rated games before. He's been in um, the Marvel, not Marvel, the mm-hmm. uh, the DC vs. Mortal Kombat game. He was in the, uh, the DC fighting game Injustice as a DLC character. Um, I'm not saying there has to be blood or anything, but they could implement his fire attacks. They could do his spear. You know, we don't need to see blood, but I would just love to see, you know, and this, that's the other thing about this. Not only would it be Scorpion in Smash Brothers, but we could finally do Scorpion versus Ryu for like real. Like, that could be this cool. is the big battle. Like, Hadouken, get over here! Like, that would be so freaking awesome. Yeah, it would he be. He could teleport. Cool. Like, that's the thing with Ryu, too, since he's already a fighting game character, his moveset writes itself. Like, yeah. he has all of his moves. They can just implement them into the game, give him, like, a couple of different costumes from the various Mortal Kombat games, and that would be amazing. His I mean, final just, smashes, he pulls his mask off and just shoots fire uh, over half the stage. He yeah. either does that, or maybe he brings everyone to hell, or, or something. I don't yeah. know. There's, there's so many possibilities for a character like Scorpion, and like I said, him being a fighting character allows him to sort of just, like, fit right into the universe. Yeah, it sounds interesting. So, mm-hmm. that that's cool. That's mm-hmm. very cool. Uh, next for me is Master Chief. Master Chief. Okay. Yeah. I can I can get this one a lot. Um people have wanted Master Chief in Smash Brothers for a long time and shit, they can make it happen. The the only reason why I think he has less of a chance than say a character like Cloudwood is only because it's a Microsoft Studios kind of thing. And Sony and Nintendo they they've had kind of like a working relationship in the past and it's not even so much Sony, it's uh, Square Enix. Like, they're the guys who actually create Final Fantasy and everything, and they've had such uh, a storied history on Nintendo consoles before, so you can kind of understand why that's going that way. And some people are even making crazy theories that since Cloud is going to be a playable character in Smash Brothers, there's the chance that that brand new Final Fantasy VII remake that they're finally making is going to somehow appear on a Nintendo console. God, please let it happen. Either way, I'll pick it up on PS4 if it happens, but like... That would be such a great thing to finally bring Final Fantasy like back to Nintendo consoles. That's not to say there haven't been Final Fantasy games on Nintendo consoles. Just about every single one has been there, except for Final Fantasy VII and a few of the sequels. So this is kind of like a, a great way to uh, to bring those characters back. But uh, going also, back to your choice, Master Chief. Master Chief. His moveset, to me, writes itself, too. Mm-hmm, yeah. You can throw a plasma grenade. Yeah, it sticks to you. He Maybe has a have, projectile uh, of his rifle. His battle rifle comes mm-hmm. out. That's his projectile. Shoot for a few seconds, yeah. Yeah, and then he can... He has that shield that mm-hmm. he, ever in some of the newer the, games. Uh, is it can, like the bubble shield? Yeah, he can hit yeah. down and it'll push you out and then it'll be like armor for him. Mm-hmm. There's 
He could just fucking uppercut you. What I don't would know. his uh, his up B move, which is usually like the recovery move in like a Smash Brothers game? He has jetpacks in the new games, so maybe he can have a jetpack. Maybe like a big jump. Maybe uh, maybe his down B move. Well, no, I guess the down B would be the uh, the bubble shield. Yeah. Maybe because they have that new game Halo Five Guardians. Maybe do like the uh, the big new slam attack. Yeah. Maybe incorporate that. Or that he, would be another he cool could charge thing too. and pull out a plasma sword and mm. slice you with a plasma sword. Oh, that would be pretty cool too. It's Hell, not that hard. that's the other thing. Um, just by including these characters, they could go ahead and just include like items. Yeah. from the games as well like you know n- not many hardcore smash players use items but uh they could incorporate like the uh the the, uh, the sword like you said the blade one the yeah. uh, the, the yeah. covenant blade um all types of different weapons the needler i think would be a really fun little weapon to see like in a they smash got a thousand game. different guns in the game why not the needler too you know yeah, exactly they could really go crazy with that and the other cool thing about master chief too is uh his alternate colors are just they're perfect they could do so many cool colors, yeah. and they could even go as far as to maybe even include, like, different Spartan armors. Or different helmets. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Honestly, I'm down for that. The only the only thing against it is just, like, why would Nintendo want to promote something that's never going to appear on their systems? See, Final Fantasy and Street Fighter and Pac-Man and Sonic, like, they all still have a presence on Nintendo consoles. Master Chief will never appear on a micro uh, or on a Nintendo console unless there's some sort of like crazy crossover. Um, that's the only thing against it. But again, this whole cloud being in Smash Brothers thing really has opened the floodgates for what is possible because technically, no cloud has not appeared in his very own game on Nintendo consoles, but he has appeared in some Final Fantasy spinoffs which have appeared on Nintendo consoles, but only as a minor character and mostly as a cameo. But Cloud is one of those, like, super mega iconic characters. You know, you instantly recognize him, just like you would instantly recognize Master Chief. I do think he'd be a perfect choice um, in... I mean, just if they got Master Chief in that game, just like that, that really is one of the biggest legendary characters to include with that group. And not necessarily as my third choice, but I just think there should be some other outfits. Like, I saw online just a little while ago, like, Dark Samus as a costume... And then also... Uh, Dark Kent. Samus should just be a fucking character, damn it. Just make a clone, damn it. Seriously. It doesn't and, even have to be a clone. There's a there's an assist trophy of Dark Samus in Super Smash Bros. Uh, Wii U and 3DS. And her moveset is completely different from Samus's. She has like a... Uh, she doesn't have like a charge shot. She has like a rapid one that goes up and down. She has this move where all these like weird tentacles come up out of the ground and everything. And she doesn't like walk. She kind of like floats, kind of like Mewtwo. Yeah. Uh, which would be perfect for her character. We need more fucking Metroid characters for one. Um, and I'm hoping, hopefully in the, uh, the brand new conference that's coming up next month that we'll see something. I'm still holding on to the smallest hope that the character of Ridley, the evil space dragon is going to be playable, but it, it just probably won't happen. Yeah. Or, uh, what about Ken from street fighter as reused costume? You know, that would a- be like, if I were producing the next smash brothers game and I brought back like the entire roster, that'd be one of the first thing I do. Like Ryu is here. His alternate costume is Ken. The voice is there. Uh, they would have to change some things, like sure you can like add the fire effect to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't think that How would be that, that difficult. How hard is that, damn it? Exactly. Like, I, don't think, I really don't think it would be that difficult. Um, but yeah, we'd need Ryu and Ken. I would give Sonic uh, alternate costumes uh, for Knuckles and Tails. Uh, same moveset. They could they could do it. They, they used to play exactly identical for the most part in the uh, original games. I would just change some of the attributes slightly. Like, Tails can jump a little higher because he can technically fly. Uh, Knuckles is a little slower, but his attacks hurt a lot more because he's freaking Knuckles, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, that would be great. Um, but, uh, yeah, Master Chief. I think that's a really good choice. Um, 
my next choice, uh, my second choice for a character I'd like to see in Smash Brothers um, is Banjo and Kazooie. Damn, I never yeah. thought of that. Banjo and Kazooie. This is a character that people wanted to see in Smash for a long time, though. Uh, did you ever play the Banjo games? No. You never played the Banjo games? No, I'm not much of a platformer, so no? I never got okay. into that. Okay. Um, I fucking love Banjo-Kazooie. Um, I still own both of the originals on Nintendo 64. Uh, they're supposedly going to be working on a new Banjo game. I don't know. They haven't announced anything 100%. There's the uh, the spiritual successor coming out with the two characters called Yuka and Laylee, which is uh, this brand new Yuka game. Yuka Yeah, the, na- the game is called Yuka Laylee. Uh-huh. It's about this uh, chameleon and his little bat buddy. It already sounds like an old 90s platformer just when you yes, say that. Yes, it does. But when you actually like see what the gameplay looks like, it uh, it totally looks like sort of like a brand new, modern, old school 90s platformer game, which some people might think are archaic, but when they showed that game off and they're like, all right, go to our Kickstarter, like they got that thing funded in a day. People want an old school platformer like that with characters that sort of like are reminiscent of uh, things that you saw from Banjo-Kazooie, Mario 64, Donkey Kong 64. And uh, I think that'd be great. But Banjo-Kazooie is uh, is really cool. Um, the thing that's interesting about Banjo-Kazooie is that it's a bear and a bird. Um, so it's very similar. On its back. <laughs> so, sorry, I'm just hijacking the uh, conversation. The, with the, that. the game grumps quote. That's probably yeah. my favorite game grumps quote. Um, but um, going back to Banjo-Kazooie, like I said, it's a bear and a bird, but then you have characters like uh, Duck Hunt Dog. <laughs> Come on, Christian. Sorry. Uh, we got Duck Hunt Dog, who is a dog and a duck. And they're very similar, so similar, in fact, that uh, a lot of people are like, oh, that's exactly how I would have made Banjo-Kazooie work, where, you know, you basically play as Banjo most of the time, but Kazooie hangs out in his backpack and can help him fly a little bit. That would obviously be his up move, can shoot eggs, can roll into enemies, can even literally play the Banjo. Like, I think it would be really fun, and it would really harken back to those old-school days of N64. Uh, Alas, again, uh, Banjo is now a product of Microsoft, which I think is a total bummer. Um, so the chances of him actually appearing are slim to none. But Cloud gives me hope that pretty much anything can happen at this point. What about uh, Conquer from Conquer's Bad Fur Day? Conquer would be another good choice. Um, again, Conquer is also created by Rare and is a Microsoft property. Mm-hmm. Um, Conquer would be fantastic. It's just even with us saying like we want guts and we want scorpion conquer is also still an incredibly controversial choice cuz uh conquer comes from an m rated game that's pretty freaking messed up oh yeah i mean like i never played it cuz i didn't understand how risque it was i mm-hmm. just thought it was another platformer dude that game was so risque that i remember uh back in the day there used to be this old uh store where you could buy dvds and movies and games i think it was called media play yeah absolutely massive one of the coolest stores i've ever been to and uh i remember uh buying conquer's bad fur day from that store um that was when i learned i had to have my mom with me i didn't realize it was an m-rated game and they even completely covered the entire title like of uh the box like they covered it in like this black label and then just put this little thing in the front that said conquer's bad fur day like they wouldn't even let you look at the fucking box like that's how serious nintendo was like about this game they're like look you market the game just be careful how you do it and the game is pretty damn risque in a lot of the things that it does i really wish we had more platformers with that style of humor um alas i just don't think it's going to happen supposedly there's some sort of new conquer project that's coming out which involves uh created stuff from like the players but again they haven't really followed up on any of that but uh conquer would be a good choice but, uh, yeah, so far I got a Scorpion and Banjo and Kazooie. What about you? Any more? Oh, man, I don't have a third really good choice. Like, 
I kind of thought it would be cool to uh, – I was going to say Knuckles. Mm-hmm. I see online a lot of people say Wreck-It Ralph would be a good character. Wreck-It Ralph would be great. Yeah. Um, it, it, he's an interesting choice. Again, um, he's a Disney character. But um, they've done crossovers already with Wreck-It yeah, Ralph. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a scene where he hangs out with Bowser and Zangief and Just stuff. Just because you're a bad guy doesn't make you bad guy. <laughs> That's still probably my favorite scene of the entire movie. Um, Wreck-It Ralph is the best video game movie as far as I'm concerned. Um, I definitely like the first half of the film a lot more when they're hanging out in the arcade and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that could that could potentially work if only... Just to bring back like John C. Riley to voice the character like in Smash Brothers and make all the weird noises oh my and God. stuff. And, yeah. I mean, obviously we, we know what his up taunt is going to be. Yeah. What would that be? You know, I'm gonna wreck it. I'm gonna wreck it. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, that'd be so awesome to be that able to bring cool. that out. Yeah. Um but yeah, that'd be a really fun kind of like weird homage to classic characters again. I think that would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um they'd have to get Disney on the horn. You might as well say, hey, why don't we just throw a Mickey in there too? Mickey Can you imagine that? Good. Mickey yeah. and Mario in the same game together? I mean, Mickey's had a presence on uh, Nintendo consoles for sure. He's had tons of games on there. They might as well go ahead and throw in the entire Pantheon. Let's get Star Wars and Marvel involved, too. Let's just go nuts with Smash Brothers and skip the whole Nintendo fighting Nintendo and just make this the ultimate crossover ever. Yeah, like, don't make it about the Nintendo franchise. Mm-hmm. Make it about, this is the game that you go so you can see Goku versus Mario, you know, mm-hmm. like this is the game you can see Luke Skywalker versus Donkey Kong, yeah. you know, like that's it. Mm-hmm. That's what it now, is. Now, again, what we're saying right now, what we're speaking is very sacrilegious to hardcore Smash Brothers fans. I used to be like things that. evolve, though, you know, I like mean, I used to be like that. Like, I remember the day like Sonic was announced for Smash Brothers Brawl. Like that was nuts. No one even believed it at first. It was it almost seemed like someone had created the most elaborate fake trailer that you've ever seen. Uh, and then Nintendo made like their official post about it, and you're just like, "Holy shit, this is happening!" The floodgates have opened. Solid Snake is in the game too. Who? Wow, I'm surprised they have not brought Snake back, especially with the relevance of Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, I thought they were mm-hmm. going to. You know, I really thought that Snake is that's it. He's in the game from mm-hmm. now on, and he wasn't. And I was like, "What?" You know, and that was also one of our friend's favorite characters. So I'm sure yeah. he was bummed out. Oh, Ben is bummed out. Like a motherfucker. <laughs> Every time we play Smash Brothers. He, he tries to claim that Duck Hunt is, like, his replacement. I think they play completely different, personally. Duck Hunt um, is, like, if you're ever facing Duck Hunt, the trick is don't charge him. Just wait for him to have to whoa, come Whoa, what are you talking about? No, you want to charge Duck Hunt. You want to keep him busy. Otherwise, uh, he's just going to keep barraging you. You really think so? I Dude, think when I play as Duck Hunt, I, I never... I make him come to you because he can push you away so hard. So I feel like if I make him come to me... He has no option but to get close to me. And mm. we're actually saying the same thing, but we're yeah. saying it in different ways. Yeah. See, I like to just wait for him to get close to you and attack him. Because if you push him, he has so many ways to keep you back. And you're mm-hmm. just taking uh, damage the whole time while you're pushing towards him. I mean, when I when I play as Duck Hunt, I play as a dickhead. Like, I, I constantly have something that is being thrown out or, like, going towards the opponent in some way. Like, I always try to keep them at bay. Um, the only time I ever really get close to an opponent when I'm playing with Duck Hunt is if I'm, like, trying to finish them off with like a big smash attack or trying to like so what's your third choice third choice uh again i'm kind of like you i I, it's really hard to decide um would it be a nintendo character um probably i just i just it's hard to choose man there's so many characters um i mean i've already talked about characters that i want in smash brothers before like i'm trying to think of some non-nintendo ones because that's kind of like the whole point here we got cloud about like uh what's the character's name from uh, Isaac from that horror game. 
Oh God! Dead, I, don't, uh, I don't know if it's wh- what's that game called? I can't remember the horror game. Uh, where the guy, you know, you have to shoot the legs off the creatures to kill them. They've had a few of them. Man, why am I blanking on this? It was. Uh, Is it like a top-down view? No, it's third person, and it was very scary. It's a horror game, and he was an engineer. Oh, Dead Space. Dead Space. That guy. Os- I think Oscar. There's no way his name's Oscar Isaac. That's the fucking. Oh, actor. never mind. Maybe it's, uh, Isaac Clark. Isaac Clark. Yeah, yeah. from Dead Space. Um, that'd be a pretty interesting choice. Uh, technically, Dead Space has appeared on a Nintendo console before with a, I think it was called Dead Space Extraction, which was like a uh, a rail shooter game set within the universe. It was oh, like a whole those. prequel. Remember those? Oh yeah, they what were was, a thing. What was that? Uh, that arcade game, House of the Dead. There was uh, there was House of the Dead. There was uh, they did Resident Evil: The Umbrella Chronicles. Yep, which I think is Virtual better than, Cop. <laughs> virtual Cop, <laughs> dude. Virtual Cop was the shit. I had that on Sega. Let's put the Virtual Cop guys in. Uh, was it Sega Saturn? Yeah, I had. Yeah, that. That really. Like the like, only did one. you have like the light gun and yeah, everything? Yeah, I had two oh, light that's guns. Cool. Well, did it, did it play like the arcade game? Yeah, it was great. Shit, that's awesome. I, only, I had uh, I on. It, uh, but, uh, it was good on well. PlayStation. I had. Uh, Remember Area 51? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. God, that was such a shitty game, it too. It is. It's so it's crappy. Like, but back in the day. Watch out. <laughs> I don't know. It was just shit. No, because you had the pre-rendered graphics, and then you'd have those realistic guys come in. Yeah. Get down. Get out of the way. My favorite thing was every single time you ran out of bullets. Reload. 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 Oh, my God. <laughs> but, like, having that game on PlayStation was fun, but I didn't have a light gun. So we were using, like, the D-pad to, yeah, like, shitty. aim the reticle and shit. Shitty, shitty. But it was still very possible to – you could beat that game in 15 minutes. Um, but it was also hard as crap, so uh, you never really knew. Um, Star Wars characters, though. I mean, it kind of has to be Darth Vader. Let's put Darth Vader in Smash Brothers. But I mean, then you got to put a Luke Skywalker. Is there anyone more iconic than that? Aside from, I guess, Luke, Boba Fett, Chewbacca, Han Solo, Kylo Ren, and like a hundred <laughs> others. That's the problem with Star Wars. There's you go so into, you go down many a, iconic characters. You go down a deep world when mm, you go there. I don't know if I could choose between Darth Vader or Boba Fett. Um, I don't know. The only reason I'd lean more towards Boba Fett is because we have so many sword users already. Yeah. And a lightsaber can only change that so much, especially because it's not like we're going to see Darth Vader decapitate like Mario or anything. It's a lot of rights to buy, though, because you're technically buying all the sound effects you're buying. It's got to be an expensive thing to acquire. Especially with Darth Vader, because he's always breathing, so you're always going to have the... You know, they're going to have to do that. The lightsaber swish. Yeah, it's just, you know, when you get the laser gun, does it make the noise now when he he deflects it, you know? (laughs) That's a good point. You know? Oh, he should technically be able to deflect every shot from Fox. That would be so cool with his bare hands. Yeah, that would be That would be pretty awesome. Um, But as far as, like, other, like, classic video game characters for Smash, it's a really tough call. We were joking earlier that, uh, like, maybe Gordon Freeman from Half-Life. That could be fun. You know, because, I mean, they they sure as fuck aren't going to be making a Half-Life sequel anytime soon, so this would be, like, the next best thing. They're making a new engine. Maybe do, like, a, uh, the the girl from Portal. Maybe somehow incorporate the Portal gun, like, into the actual combat somehow. That could be cool. That would be really interesting. Hell, if uh, Scorpion can wait. Hmm? If Scorpion can warp, then she could. Exactly. Do like kind of a similar thing. Like she'll shoot like the ground or, and then she jumps in and it can appear somewhere else. Shoot the enemy so that they like appear somewhere close to her so that she can attack. Like there's, there's so many possibilities. Yeah. And they get hurt every time they get portaled mm-hmm. or something. You know, there's ways to do it to rack up the damage and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So Smash Bros. A lot of cool things coming Robocop. out. Robocop. Oh, Robocop. <laughs> That's not happening. Let's do it. Let's do Robocop. Let's do Ed 209. 
Uh, you're looking at a lot of characters that people want right there. Uh, one of my top choices is uh, the big crocodile king, King K. Rool. Yeah. Uh, he's who I want to see practically more than any other character. But that's just because we need some fucking Donkey Kong representation up in here. Bomberman's a good uh, character. Bomberman's but... pretty classic. Um, you know, I, I only played so much Bomberman back in the day, but it's a real simple arcade-style game. Yeah. Um, really easy or to get. Or Pichu. Uh, Pichu. Pichu was in Melee, you yeah. know. Um, As a skin. Yeah, the only reason... Pichu was kind of like a cool thing back in the day is because like Pokemon Gold and Silver had only been out for about like I think a half a year or about a year at that point. Um, why not Zoidberg? <laughs> <laughs> why not Zoidberg? Put Zoidberg in the game. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah, I like yeah. That one. Um, and of course, everybody loves uh, Splatoon right now. So the Inklings would be really, really popular characters. The Inkling Boy and the Inkling Girl. I bet all that's going to happen is you're going to get a, a me skin. They already have them. Oh, that's well, the there thing. We go. Um, that's probably again, why I but, thought that. But the other thing is, they also have characters who have costumes that are also characters in the game. So that's why people are sort of like. That's also why, like, I'm hoping for King K. Rule because he does have a, a me costume in the game. And I remember when they released that, everybody was pissing their pants with anger um i was one of them and uh but there's still like there's a captain falcon costume but there's captain falcon in the game there's a link costume but links in the game as well uh so they could do that but yeah yeah i just i just think uh that nintendo directs you've made me excited about them Corey. yeah like, i had no idea about the problem them. is once you get excited you might get disappointed because while i liked like the big announcement from cloud yesterday like i was flipping out i'm like holy shit i'm not even a big final fantasy fan and this is gonna be damn crazy they represented everything about cloud they have his limit breaks he has his freaking all of his big attacks he can summon shit there's even a midgar stage from final fantasy 7 so it's uh it's good yeah, it's very cool. Mm-hmm. So, you guys, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we actually really appreciate uh, everyone that listens to our podcast. It's uh, it's a lot of fun to make. Essentially, Corey and I get together and we talk, nerd. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's about it. It's, it's, it's a fun thing to make. And uh, every view we get, we're very thankful for. And we'd also like to thank our sponsor, uh, or not, I guess not sponsor, but people we partner with, Rogue Intel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, if you want to check out the other podcasts that Rogue Intel does, go to RogueIntel.com and click Shows, and you can see all their shows. They've got a bunch of cool stuff there. Uh, very different than ours, but mm-hmm. all very well produced, and uh, we'd like to thank uh, them a lot. And uh, make sure if you guys want to help uh, keep the network going, head over to rogueintel.com slash Amazon for all of your shopping needs. It doesn't cost you any extra, and a portion of your total will go towards the Rogue Intel network. Now, seeing as how this episode we talked a lot about Smash Brothers characters and the sky's the limit for all the DLC, please make sure to tell us what characters you guys would like to see in Smash Brothers. And they could come from anywhere, from video games, from movies, from comic books, from anime. Please tell us what type of movesets they would have and what their final smashes would be and make sure to also leave us your topic ideas and what you guys would like us to talk about in the future episodes yeah any topic ideas great great uh, addition there Corey. yeah if you guys want to leave us anything to talk about not saying it's going to happen mm-hmm. but you may inspire us to start a whole new segment or something yeah. so thank you guys for that and thank you for listening and until next time the powerful nerdcast is out free for all mario versus shitty baby orc At Rogue Intel, we aim to provide entertaining podcasts to a universal audience. To help support our mission, go to RogueIntel.com support.